Welcome to Fintech Chat and News, presented by Tier 1 People, leaders in Fintech Executive Search. Follow us on your favorite podcast player or Fintech Chatter TV on YouTube. Welcome to Fintech Shots, brought to you by Fintech Chatter your regular dose of fintech good vibes and positivity. And I'm joined today by Yania Yakatil of Lumi, who's got some fantastic news to share. Yania, great to have you back on. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Mate, so you got some great news to share. Um, big announcement just a couple of days ago. Yeah, we um, closed um, our Series C. Um, first close, um, we raised $15 million, which we're super, super happy, super happy about. A raise is always hard and is always a good news to uh, to close it, I think, especially in the current environment. Um, we're, we're especially pleased. Uh, we've got a new cornerstone um, investor. It's uh, RL. It's an insurance company out of Israel, which... Um, are a new investor and are quite strategic for us, um, given that we're a balance sheet business. And we also have very strong support from our existing shareholders as well. So it's sort of a, a mix of the two. Unbelievable. So look, and I say unbelievable because everything that I'm seeing right, is a, yeah, first of all, funding levels have dropped back to 2017 levels, right? So nobody's investing. The investment that is happening is typically old investors trying to keep the business going as we get through this period. And you've been able to secure new investors. Like, how on earth have you done that? <laughs> it's my irresistible What's your secret sauce, mate? That's it. <laughs> Listen, if I could bottle it, right, like I wouldn't yeah. have to raise capital. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Uh, we've been working at it for a long period of time. I think another part of it is something that we've actually been focused on for actually from inception but has only come back into fashion very, very recently. And that's the focus on profitability. So we've always aimed at building a profitable business as quickly as we can. Um, and now we are profitable, but that is something that's really in our DNA. Whereas, you know, sort of up until about six months ago, businesses were slightly more focused on growth as opposed to, um, to profitability. And when that, you know, investors' appetites changed, businesses struggled to adjust, right? They had like massive burn rates, you know, they sort of engineered themselves to, to towards growth. So we balanced between those two and we were, we were and we continue to be a high growth business, but there was always really strong focus on unit economics, um, cost control and a path to profitability. And we managed to, you know, close this round after we've become profitable. So that's definitely um, been a big part of it. I think another part of it, as any founder will tell you, is, you know, you've also got to be lucky and you've got to be very, very persistent. Fantastic. Now, when you were last on the show, which I think maybe it was about two years ago, one of the things that really impressed me and you know, kind of stood out to me was that you, you were building a platform from scratch, not, you know, as we see with a lot of kind of lending style fintechs, a website the tracksuit or call center and put your sales funnel, but a true, a true platform. How have you managed to, I guess, kind of work towards profitability, keep costs down and build something bespoke at the same time? 
it's been very hard and, you know, I'm obviously sort of the face of this and, you know, I'm on the news when we do the raise and I get invited to the podcast, but it's actually the amazing team that sort of sits behind me and, and does all of that. So I've been very, very fortunate to have like an amazing team, both at the very senior level, but, you know, sort of cascading down and that, you know, helped us build something that's truly unique. Now, Going back to your question, which sort of relates to my previous comment, we understood from the get-go that technology is a differentiator, but technology is also a gamble because it's very expensive to develop. And when you, you know, when you start up as a startup, you got seed funding, get a pot of capital, and you know, you sort of want to get runs on the board. And it's very, very tempting to sort of push a lot of that into growth and marketing and distribution and sales and and sort of try and retrofit the back end afterwards. And a lot of companies have done that. And in fairness, a lot of company, companies have done that and have been successful. Um, but we've taken a different approach. We focus on the back end first and said, we're building an enterprise grade company and system from day zero and we'll grow into it as opposed to the other way. And again, how you know markets change investors you know appetites have changed and now investors are looking for businesses that have differentiated technology that have proprietary technology you know that you once you scratch the surface it's not sort of a um sort of runoff of uh, of an abacus and i think that put us in a good position in the current environment to differentiate ourselves and also to give investors comfort that once you get to that point and you've put in the big initial outlays in developing that, um, yeah, let's call it platform broadly defined, but sort of um, the, the, this holistic system, it provides you much better unit economics and operational efficiencies going forward because you're starting to get those economies of scale. Yeah. Now, we're, we're obviously in a, you know, I mentioned before, funding levels are down. You know, we talk about the fintech ecosystem and it's struggling you know, globally, right? Not just here in Oz. Um, but also I was interested, uh, Yinye, you've got a, you know, a lot of clients in the kind of small to medium-sized range. Are you saying kind of more broadly that you know, economic challenges in, for your clients as well? Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, right? So we have definitely started seeing and see, uh, continue to see, you know, a variety of factors that in the short term have a negative impact on businesses. First and foremost, still, even though we're normally out of COVID, is a labor shortage. Businesses are struggling to hire. Second is um, interest rates, supply um, and um, cost of living, discretionary spending is going down. So there's definitely businesses and a lot of businesses that are struggling and struggling a lot. And you know that's a reflection of also you know households and consumer struggle. Now, the benefit that we have as a business like Lumi, we're quite bespoke. Right? If you're a bank, let's say one of the big four banks, they're totally exposed to Australia, all the states, all the industries, all the households. You know, when Australia goes up, they go up. When Australia goes down, they go. We are much smaller, right? And we can actually trim ourselves to adjust our exposure based on the house view on various industries, geographies, et cetera. So again, I won't go into this um, technological podcast, but our technology enables us to 
underwrite and be very discerning in the provision of credit, right? So without being sort of flippant on those businesses and households that are suffering, that's, you know, it, it, it's true pain and, and, and it's something that's very unfortunate. But there are a lot of businesses that are doing just as well as they did before and some are actually thriving. And it's actually sort of discerning between the good businesses and the bad business that allows a company like Lumi to actually gain a competitive edge actually in a time like this uh, where we can continue to grow and to continue to go profitably and support those businesses that are trading well through these very, very challenging times. Awesome. Now, um, as you mentioned, there are some businesses that are thriving as well. Um, and look, you know, from a you know, career coaching perspective, I always would you know, encourage people that it, when times like this, you want to really be careful around considering who you join next and you're going to, you got to pick the winners. Um, obviously with, you know, the one, the platform that you've built, but now this next round of funding, I'm assuming there's going to be some kind of growth plans and perhaps some hiring from yourselves in here, what, what types of people are you going to be looking out for? Yeah. So th- there's definitely a lot of growth, um, planned for, for us over the next sort of 12, 18, 24 months. Um, we'll be hiring, um, in two, um, major centers of the business. So one is on the front of house. So sales, customer acquisitions, business development, broadly defined across those, uh, various um, functions Um, and the second is on the credit and support those functions grow not in total lockstep because as I said we've got the operational efficiency and economies of scale but they do grow um, in a more correlated trajectory to the growth of the business or or, or the balance sheet we will be making also hires, but sort of more moderate levels on the technology. Awesome. And where can people find out more about careers at Lumi? Um, so you can come to our website. Um, we've got a careers page. You can email recruitment at lumi.com.au. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, we're, we're a Sydney-based business. Uh, we're great. Are you company. still at Bondi? No, we actually moved to the CBD, but, you know, we. well, this is a podcast, so you don't sort of see even though we've got a camera now like we're just opposite uh Hyde Park we probably got the best uh rooftop um in Sydney so you know Fantastic. you're invited and anyone else um regularly have drinks on a Friday afternoon and one of the things that we sort of have is the opposite problem from most other companies is everyone wants to come and work at the office so we actually had to ration the desks and go agile because <laughs> we've got people coming in all the time because yeah. they like it so much so if yeah. you yeah. So awesome. Uh, well, Yania, fantastic news. Thanks for sharing it with everybody. Um, mate, and look, really pleased to see you kind of pushing from strength to strength. And it's just another really great example of, you know, well thought out, well executed business plans and, you know, not being tempted to kind of, you know, follow the latest trend or the latest thing. And just sticking true to what you you know you believe in and what the problem is that you're solving. No, thank you very much. Thank you very much for the kind words and thank you for having me. Well, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. As always, you can connect with me, Dexter Cousins, on LinkedIn and Twitter.
If you're looking to hire tier one people, you can reach out to me on those platforms or check out tier1people.com forward slash contact. Alternatively, if you are on the market looking for a job, make sure to follow me on LinkedIn where each day I'll be posting job hunting tips and you'll also see us mention any opportunities that we're working on. Until the next episode, keep safe. Fintech Chatter is produced by Tier 1 People, leaders in fintech executive search. We'll find world-class leadership talent to build world-class fintech ventures. And you can find us at tier1people.com.